All right, welcome back to the Youth Mini Mike podcast. We are filming episode four today. We are talking about the book of Acts. So we're just going to dive right in. We've been reading Acts um, uh, in our student leadership group here at mm-hmm. Youth Group. And um, we wanted to talk a little bit about like books of the Bible, what it's all about. So anyways, I'm Cole. This is Stella. And we're diving in. So You won't let me talk. I, no, uh-huh. <laughs> I, I will. You're going to talk about the books of Acts because uh-huh. you've been reading it and loving it, right? So I have. It's um, really shocking. Before we dive in, like, what is your favorite book of the Bible? My favorite book of the Bible? I don't know. That's such a loaded question. I don't know why I put that in the notes <laughs> to talk about. What's yours? What I didn't put it in the notes. My... Um, I, I put it in. I put it in the notes. I don't know why I did that. My favorite book of the Bible. It probably. I was going to say that it changes, but then I was thinking, like, probably Psalms, because I feel like Psalms just meets you wherever you're at. Yeah. Like, you're doing terrible, there's a Psalm for that. You're doing great, there's a Psalm for that. Yeah. You want to, like, experience more of God, there's a Psalm for that. So, Mm -hmm. I like Psalms. Yeah. I think, actually, I feel like, I haven't read it in a while, but I think my favorite would be um, Esther, the book of Esther. Oh, yeah. I just love that story, and I've always loved that story, so. Triumphant woman in the bible Mm -hmm. yeah i can see your character like stella in the real world identifying with esther 100 percent. yeah always have always will would you ever use marriage to save your people i don't know maybe (laughs) honestly so i don't know we're gonna go on a tangent here just for a second but like i've been reading through the bible in 30 days it's the shred inspired by nathan finocchio yeah, that's crazy. and i love it um i'm behind but that's okay because i'm reading it still mm-hmm. and, and i will get done in 30 days despite being behind i just need like i'm gonna be on vacation here in a, in a little bit and i'm gonna oh, have a three right. hour plane ride and the bible will literally be playing in my ears the entire time are you listening to it that makes sense. listen and read at the mm-hmm. same time you have to oh. otherwise you just like zone out oh yeah my senses this is mass like it is the biggest feast of bread of life that you've ever feasted on Anyways, um, as I'm reading through it, you just don't realize how many stories symbolize someone laying down something mm-hmm. that like they, the sign of humility. So you have like um, an example being Esther, like laying down her life, essentially yeah. her marriage, her hope, her future for yeah. the sake of her people. Mm-hmm. Just like Jesus laid down his life, just like yeah. um, David laid down his life to be king, like Saul laid down his life to be king, even mm-hmm. though he was kind of a trash king at some points, but like really good, like all in the beginning, it's just like almost there's this like hero act of like laying down something that you yeah. would hold so dear to your heart. It's really cool. Mm-hmm. So I love seeing that theme throughout like the whole Bible. I love seeing that humility, just like boom, boom, mm-hmm. boom. And then you see pride rise up and it's like, you don't have humility. Get whacked. <laughs> <laughs> get, get whacked. Like literally, you know, uh-huh. that's why it's so important that we are humble because it's when we're not. We get whacked mm-hmm. by God's yeah. hand of discipline, which is very healthy. Yeah, I th- yeah, I love that 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 humbleness is a theme throughout the Bible because it's so important. Because as people, we're it's so easy for us to be like, I'm, I got this, and just be like really prideful. And I think it's really important. It is because it's also one of the ways that we're most like Jesus too, is being humble. So yeah, that we can be most like Jesus, or we can be most not Jesus, but most like him. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, that's fun. You didn't say your favorite book of the Bible, Esther. Oh, you did. I said, I said yeah. Psalm. You said Esther. Yeah. You said Esther because you hope to be her, and I said Psalms because I identify with David's grief and joy. 
in the same sentence. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Anyways, uh-huh. uh, so let's talk a little bit about some of the stories in Acts. You have in the notes here, you want to talk about Acts 22. Yeah, so this is this is like, specifically I want to talk about Paul because he's in like majority of Acts. Mm-hmm. Um, he's in like, I think half of it and then the rest of it, I believe. Um, I mean, he's kind of in the whole thing. What do you mean? Well, like, like halfway through and he's then it just follows him the rest of oh, the way sure, through sure, it. Oh, sure, sure, yeah. sure. So like he becomes more like the main character. Yeah. You're saying. Yeah. Got you. Um and this is the second time I read it and the first time I read it I'm not, I'm going to be honest I was not into it at all. I was just like she be skimming. That's literally <laughs> it was just like that's cool. Oh, you did that. Cool story, that's bro. That's really literally. Yeah. So then sometimes I feel like when yeah. you read such outlandish things, yeah. not, it's not outlandish, but like it's it, wild. Like it is. five thousand people were added to their number. And I was uh-huh. like, yeah, what? Like <laughs> five thousand? Like, yeah. So when it was healed literally from death. Like Paul did that in the Bible. Like yeah. that's crazy. You raise this guy uh-huh. from death and you're just like, that's not real. Mm-hmm. I mean it is real. Exactly. But it's not real. It's you're hard like, to it's place really hard to f- yeah. because it was super so hard to ago. fathom. Yeah. And usually it's not something you hear about happening all the time. Even oh, though it probably sure. does, like somewhere on the earth, someone's mm-hmm. been raised from the dead in the last year. I would almost like yeah. say that I could guarantee it. I don't know how I would guarantee it. But I feel like God is that real mm-hmm. and that much at work. Yeah. Like, I've heard testimonies of crazy things happening, not that specifically, but such cool things that I don't believe because – not yeah. that I don't believe, but I struggle to believe because I wasn't there. Mm-hmm. So long story short, we're in, Psalm, we're in Acts we're in 22. Acts, Acts 22. <laughs> Tell us why so, yeah. we want to look at it. So this is – basically paul's testimony of what happened so paul used to be saul because he was persecuting people and he was killing people he was not a good dude yeah and i feel like he's the last i really like his story too because i feel like he's the last person that you would expect that would do all these crazy things mm-hmm. uh, for god and just to yeah yeah so i think that's really cool too but yeah it's just this is kind of like he tells his testimony in chapter 22 and it just kind of sums it up but um should i just, re- just start reading if you want to. Or should I just like sum it up, basically? Both. It's just like a mix of, All right. a mix of both. Yeah, okay. So Paul was traveling to Damascus. Um, that's how you say it, right? Yeah, Damascus. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. A nice little town on the uh-huh. edge of somewhere. I don't know where that is, yeah. Um, and he, so he's on the road to Damascus, and it says like a bright light like flashed around him, and then he like fell to the ground. Mm-hmm. And... And he and he answers. It says he answered, uh, "Who are you, Lord?" And then, and then he answered, and he says, "Like I'm Jesus of Naz- Nazareth, the one that you've been persecuting." And the and wait, hold on. Ah, ha ha ha. Well, mm-hmm. I'm Jesus of Nazareth, Nazareth, the one you are persecuting. And everyone else that he was with, because he was with people traveling to Damascus, they all saw this light too. Yeah. And Paul was like, he asked, "What should I do, Lord?" And then. The Lord told him to go up and go into Damascus, and there, there you will be told. There you will be, and there you will be told everything that you have been assigned to do. So he, so Jesus had someone in Damascus that he wanted Paul to go see, so then Paul could understand more of like why this was happening to him. Mm-hmm. And then Paul became blind. So then the people that he was with had led Paul to Damascus to meet this guy. Mm-hmm. that the lord had planned for him to meet the guy ananias yeah ananias that's what it was 
And then Ananias, what did he do? He like talked to Paul. Yeah, he said, the God of our ancestors yeah. has chosen you to know his will and to see the righteous one and to hear words from his mouth. You will be his witness yeah. to all people of what you have seen and heard. And now what are you waiting for? Get up and be baptized and wash mm -hmm. your sins away, calling on his name. Yeah, yeah. And then that was when, because that Paul was blind. So when that happened, and then the scales fell from his eyes. That's what he said. Fell yeah, off. after three days without food or water. Yeah, because he yeah, had traveled. That's you had to fast. It, this is that's like crazy. That's such a crazy story. I forget. About, yeah, yeah, it's wild. That's mm -hmm. the the whole of it isn't all here in twenty two, but no, it just kind of sums it up a little bit. It just, does sum it up because I didn't want to read the whole entire chapter. Um, <laughs> no, no, no. And not on this. Nobody not wants to podcast. listen to us, anyways. But yeah, no, it's really good. Uh, it's a really mm -hmm. cool story. Yeah, I feel like it's really easy to to use that too as a great like analogy or or like point to show mm -hmm. um like that a point to show that um yep you got this that it doesn't matter like what you've done wrong yeah mm -hmm. god can like humble you by yeah. hitting you off of your horse and blinding you yeah and then saying like here's what i actually want you to do not mm -hmm. that like we're all going to get knocked off our horses but, but like, like like figuratively you can get off get knocked off this high horse that you are yeah everything's going on, great so. life is good i'm yeah. chilling you're chilling and then all of a sudden like whoops you've been doing it the wrong way all along yeah and and in in saul's case saul paul right he didn't actually know mm -hmm. he was doing it wrong he thought he was doing it right yeah exactly which is the most interesting part about it is uh -huh. it's like he's like he believed his intentions were good like that's what he truly believed that they were yeah uh -huh. and and from what i understand he like didn't even come under conviction he like really thought what he was doing was right until mm -hmm. jesus was like dude this guy is not doing stop it right it. Stop. <laughs> stop stop doing it stop wrong it. <laughs> um Don't which i think is really cool and like really redemptive in the fact that like mm -hmm. he was trying to follow the god of the bible mm -hmm. at the time um but wasn't doing it with the knowledge of of who jesus really was mm -hmm. so it's cool that god saved him from that yeah yeah that's kind of why i love paul's story so much is the redemption part of it because it applies to i would say i get probably everyone at some point in our life that like you do something and then you feel like you did something you so you did something wrong and then you feel like because you made that mistake like there's no point to you like like you just believe that god can't use you anymore because you made a mistake or you just feel like shame and guilt overall but yeah. all of the, thing that, the things that you did wrong but god doesn't see that part of you he says like i see that he sees the sin but he knows what you can do apart from the sin yeah, yeah. and that's what he wants you to accomplish and he doesn't want you to yeah. sit in whatever mistakes that you made because yeah. he wants to use you for the good and he can use you for the good yeah and he goes mm -hmm. as far as to like give that person a new name yeah exactly a new purpose and a new joy because it was saul and now um, it's paul so. so really cool mm -hmm. if you look in acts 14 so i'll put this in the notes too um we I get did? to see that oh. yeah acts mm -hmm. 14 19 where the jews were in antioch and mm -hmm. a crowd came over to them and they stoned paul oh yeah to the point of thinking he was dead yeah and then he stood up mm -hmm. and walked back into the city <laughs> <laughs> I love how much the Bible just paraphrases it. He was stoned, and then he got back up and he went walking yeah, to the like, city. Yeah, it's like he didn't lay there for like, oh, like I don't know what he happened. lay there in agony for days, and then he eventually got no. The straight. next day, no. he got up oh, and yeah. left the city the, the next day. day. Uh -huh. So yeah, there's no description. The, the disciples gather around him. I'm mm -hmm. I'm assuming like let's read between the lines. Like the disciples gather around him, brought him some water, and like just prayed the heck Probably. out of him, and were like, 
oh my gosh, God, like, okay, can you take this bruise away? Can you take that broken bone? Uh-huh. God, heal this one. And all of a like, sudden. Like, inflate this lung that has been yeah, like. Yeah, it was like, seriously, like, he's in Fortnite and he's just like crawling mm-hmm. around on all fours. Like, someone revive me, <laughs> revive me. He gets to the very last point and they just like, Jesus, uh-huh. help this person. Uh, exactly. Yeah, so that like. <laughs> I just made Paul a Fortnite character. Yes, I'm just saying. I'm like, gonna start a count on how many times you mentioned mentioned Fortnite in these podcasts. It's it's relatable. It's relatable. Yeah, it's I mean, relatable, like, I guess. The majority you're not the majority. You are the I'm minority. Not, I'm the minority in this case. The majority of people identify with Fortnite. Yeah, I know. I can't. I'm sorry. I played, and you know I, what I'm what I'm saying even. I know what I say, you're saying. Like, I, they I, crawl I played it Fortnite. once and yeah. I was like And you I died hid behind a rock. You were the <laughs> first person to no, die. No, I wasn't. I hid behind like a rock or like a shipping container for like half of it. Just... And then you were the first person to die. No, I made a pretty far hiding. You can make it pretty far when you hide. You, you can you hide good. You can win if you hide. I'm a really good hider in Fortnite. So Okay. <laughs> Anyways. So that's just another cool miracle that mm-hmm. um that so Paul basically experienced like miraculously being healed. Yeah. Because you don't get stoned. And uh-huh. then like we're talking real rocks, like chunks of granite and limestone, like oh gosh. Throwing at your face. And he stood up and walked to the next yeah. town the next day. Like, he didn't ride a donkey he didn't get in a chariot Mm-mm. he walked yeah he he um, suffered for the things that he was doing and he still did it even though, like he knew that like follow through baby that's what's uh-huh. all about yeah like like in almost every single chapter he's persecuted at some point and he still is like okay and go to the next town i guess i did yeah, what i like, could i'm I, doing it right uh-huh. because i'm getting persecuted exactly i planted the seed that's all that matters and he keeps going and yeah. i think that's really important too is because he paul didn't like falter he wasn't like oh I'm sick of this. This is done. Or I'm done with this. I keep getting hurt at every turn. No one, no one's believing me. No one is listening to me. They all think that I'm crazy. I'm done with this. I quit. You know, he doesn't do that. He just keeps going. I think that's super yeah. important too. I think that's really cool. Yeah. I want to skip ahead here to um, 23. Yeah. I, I guess that highlighted that too. far ahead, but no. I really like um, 23 kind of like what we wanted to mention here. But there's mm-hmm. this plot to kill Paul. And so basically um, there were Jews, which was the sect of religion that Paul was with persecuting Christians before he became a Christian, right? Mm-hmm. And so these Jews like had a conspiracy to kill Paul because they realized like how much good he was doing for this new religion. Yeah. Um, and they had uh, what they would call a righteous anger towards him because of like all the good he was doing. So mm-hmm. um, they bound themselves with an oath not to eat or drink until they had killed Paul. Mm-hmm. So 40 men do this and they went to the chief priests and elders and said we've taken a solemn oath not to eat anything until we've killed paul and the sanhedrin petitioned the commanders to bring him before you on the pretext of warning more accurate information about his case we are ready to kill him before he gets here so basically they they set up this whole plan to kill paul they're like we are gonna we're gonna ambush him we're gonna like say Mm -hmm. he's coming for this so that he can share this thing but instead they're gonna Mm -hmm. try to kill him and um how does the story end I actually don't know. I'm not gonna lie well, to let's you. finish know. reading it. Um, I think he. What does he do? Don't give him. So basically, Paul called one of the centurions and said, "Take this young man to the commander. He has something to tell him." So he took him because someone saw what they were doing. And yeah, was there like, was a young man who like saw and warned that. Paul. Uh huh. And then the the young man went to them and gave them a message. He said, and Jews have agreed to ask you to bring Paul before the Sanhedrin tomorrow on the pretext of wanting to more accurate information about him. Don't give it in to them because more than 40 of them are waiting in ambush for him. They mm-hmm. have taken an oath not to eat or drink until they have killed him. They are ready now waiting 
yeah. for your consent to the request. The commander dismissed the young man with this warning. Don't tell anyone that you don't tell anyone that you have reported this to me. Mm-hmm. So um, it's kind of cool, actually, because Paul, like, had this relationship with some, like, Roman, like, soldiers and centurions. Yeah, yeah, it mentions that. It mentions bit. that back in the in the part where he, like, kind of, like, leads this individual to Jesus after, like, raising, mm-hmm. yeah. um, doesn't he, like, raise his daughter from the dead or something? Uh, it, there was some, there's something about, um, that we made a note about it. Let's make sure that we got it. Uh, Acts 20, verse 10. Um, yeah, Paul went he, down, threw himself to the young man and put his arms. Don't dead. be alarmed. He said he's alive. So Paul like mm-hmm. raised this this young man from the dead mm-hmm. and it allowed and and he does that like prays for people, does different things, and it kind of begins mm-hmm. to form this connection with different people, not yeah. the Jews because they hate him. But then he's formed mm-hmm. these connections with like Roman centurions and and Paul as actually a Roman citizen. Mm-hmm. And so because he's a Roman citizen, he kind of has this extra relationship with the soldiers too. And so yeah. they kind of they kind of like work counter against this plan but Mm -hmm. the reason we pointed out is because um so often stuff like this will like pop up in our lives where we feel like like why like how did i get here i just like all of a sudden i feel attacked all of a sudden i Mm -hmm. feel like there's this plot to mess with my purity to mess with my holiness to mess with like my calling and that's just kind of wild you know Mm -hmm. what i'm saying yeah and but the but the part that we don't see is like god working Mm-hmm. around us to yeah. like deliver us other from people it, right mm-hmm. yeah, we'll talk about that a little bit yeah so i think so i so i read this and that's like the first thing that i noticed was because especially because paul was beginning beginning to do like a lot in all these cities with all these people like a lot like he was able to tell a lot of people about jesus and um like his death and resurrection mm-hmm. so a lot so he was kind of so you could say that paul was kind of like on a roll i guess and on a roll on a, what? i believe you okay i'm just reiterating the good stuff on a roll he was on a roll <laughs> mm-hmm. but um yeah so then these people that try to ambush him and i when i read that i kind of it just i i take a lot of like literal things that happen and i like to use them as like more metaphors mm-hmm. um but like like i said like I said that the enemy will try to attack you and he will set ambushes uh, to stop you from this path that you're on, what you're doing. Because like, yeah. because if you're like, if you're not doing anything, like if, if you say you're a Christian, but like you, you aren't doing anything, like you're not like reading your Bible or like maybe go to church like on a Sunday or anything, but like you're not like doing anything to like continue this relationship with God. Mm-hmm. The, the enemy is not scared of that. He's like, okay. That's cool. Yeah, because yeah. he's like, okay, I, mm-hmm. I lost this one. Like, you're still saved or whatever. You're yeah. still going to go to heaven. But, like, but, like you're not going to make an impact in your friends. Yeah, exactly. You're not going to, like, uh-huh. tell anyone about Jesus. You're not, yeah. And he just, and so he's like, okay, I guess I lost one, but, like, he doesn't I don't really have to worry care. about them right now. Exactly. So then, so then when you start to, like, make moves and when you start to do things, that's when the enemy gets scared, basically. And then yeah, he yeah. tries to, like, to ambush you with whatever it is. Um, And so I think it's just, like, really important to, like, realize that, like, if you're, like, just say like on a roll with whatever like you're on a roll you're on a path and you're moving forward and then like something happens and you feel like you're stopped you feel like you're hindered that's not because you're doing a bad job that's because the enemy is trying to get to you and he's trying to stop you from what Mm -hmm. whatever you're doing what path you're on right now that's so so real Mm -hmm. i think the other part of that that's like really uh, like let's think more simple like i I love what you're thinking but like Mm -hmm. let's think even as simple as like just reading our bible every day this is why i tell 
people like don't just read the bible on your phone i've been guilty of this lately i've been like taking notes on my phone in church and stuff because Me i too, keep actually. forgetting a notebook which is fine like it's not the end of the mm-hmm. world i no. don't encourage it for students specifically because we yeah there's just the older unless you get you the more really, self-control you might have unless, unless you have really good self-control and you don't most of the snapchat so, notifications will get you, you don't i don't i don't i'm guilty of it <laughs> i am too though i mean i am too i'm not saying that but like, when people text me too i'm like I don't have answers. Yeah, you don't answer my text very fast. Anyways, so hey, <laughs> what what I'm saying is like that's why like open a paper Bible and put your phone like upside down on Do Not mm-hmm. Disturb or like or upside down with the ringer off. Like whatever you have to do to mm-hmm. like not oh. allow a simple ambush of like like you tell me like God God has control over the whole world and Satan has control over some things, right? Mm-hmm. And he can have he can totally like send a notification to your phone not like for sure this is satan talking but like you know what i'm saying like like it's <laughs> just it's just you. the circumstance mm-hmm. of like oh like a snap thing or like i got a notification on instagram i have a new follower mm-hmm. like like that's the problem with that is like mm-hmm. there's just these little things and so be doing your best even to like help yourself through mm-hmm. the ambushes to help yourself through the little traps so and that you realize can, it too yeah so that you can mm-hmm. be intentional with with that time mm-hmm. like if you set time aside to read the bible and you get a notification on instagram all of a sudden, the time that you set aside to read the Bible is 20 minutes of screen time. I'm so guilty of that. I'm so Oh, we all are. Yeah, yeah, we all are. That's why mm-hmm. That's why we have to, like, we have to go as far as to, like, put our phone down and be like, nobody needs me for 20 minutes. Like, I've literally, I read it. I've literally, like, sometimes I'm, like, I usually read my Bible in the morning um, just because I like, I like it just to start my day with it. And I feel like if I do it at night, I kind of forget about it. Um, but I've literally, like, sometimes I've literally caught myself, like, just scrolling on Instagram because I got a notification about something. I'm like, oh, I'm going to go look at this. And I've literally – I shouldn't do this, but I've literally thrown my phone across my bed. Okay. I shouldn't do that, but I've – Someone's got money. Before. Hey, there's pillows. I have a lot of pillows. Like, lots of pillows. No. Like, behind me. Like, because no. my wall's like, – my bed's against the wall. So, I just, yeah. like – No, like, I remember – I remember really even... aggressive, but it worked for me, so. <laughs> even, like, when I used to get, like, frustrated with mm-hmm. Satan. Yeah. Like, I would literally just be like, oh, you suck. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, just like yell at him. And I mean, I don't know if he hears me or not. But like, mm-hmm. that's just like the, I don't know, just just like simple, simple little things. Like, like Satan wants to mess you with your prayer life. Like, take your AirPods out and just pray. Like, mm-hmm. like don't, because Siri does that thing. Every time I'm wearing my AirPods, she's reading texts to me. And I'm just like, stop. I How do I turn that off, that. dude? I need to turn it off. Anyways. You can go into like, you probably go into like in settings, the Siri sure. in settings. And like- but I. I'm like always having this really good thought or like I'm like typing a sermon and I got my AirPods in and then all of a sudden it's like text from oh, Jess. Dang. When are you coming home? And I'm like, oh, dude, like you just ruined my vibe. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> Not Jess, but, but Siri. But just text. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. I hate crazy. when it does that. I don't like it either because also whenever I get a text, it's always when my mom is like trying to talk to me. Mm-hmm. I don't want to answer her because then it's going to be like, oh, wait, what did you say? Like it makes me really angry. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyways, let's keep but, rolling. Yeah. Let's keep rolling. That so anyways, uh, there's so much that we can learn about Paul um, that we can learn from the book of Acts about uh, perseverance. We can learn about mm-hmm. like prayer. We can learn about spiritual gifts. We can learn about healing, um, evangelism, like the whole thing. Mm-hmm. But uh, one thing that we really want to take away, and I think we've iterated so much, so I'll just yeah, say it once definitely. more, like Paul just never lost sight of like who he was to God and who God was, mm-hmm. is. Like he never 
lost sight of that and just kept chasing it down. Like God told him what he wanted him to do. And he just went like, okay, it doesn't matter how many rocks hit me. I'm going to keep going. Yeah. It doesn't matter how long I'm in chains. It doesn't matter if I have to, how many ships I have to be on. Yeah. He just mm-hmm. kept, kept going. Like nothing was going to stop Paul and he had the favor of God. So it, although it looked mm-hmm. extremely difficult, I'm sure that it was full of joy and fruit, mm-hmm. which was awesome. Yeah. And like the more you say yes to like what God asks of you, then I feel like it's easier for you that to say yes to more yeah like when you start saying yes and it's kind of like okay like you know it's going to be harder too as it as it goes on oh it's always like, gets harder yeah always going to get harder but it becomes easier for you to say yes yeah so yeah we can't we can't mm-hmm. like we can't be afraid to be stretched mm-hmm. because when we get stretched we can take on more yep and the stretching always hurts and it mm-hmm. always is uncomfortable but but like if we want to do more for the kingdom if we want to have more leadership if we want to see god work in greater ways then we have to be willing to say yes despite the stretching oh yeah um and that's what paul did even when stuff sucked even when he was in jail even when he was getting rocks thrown at him he kept saying yes and god Mm -hmm. continued to stretch him and created in him essentially the new testament yeah (laughs) like not the whole thing but he wrote a lot of it inspired a lot of it like he was an incredible martyr yeah, a man for the faith. I so love Paul. Paul really cool. Favorite character in the book. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, final thought here to kind of wrap this up. What? I'm pointing at you. Are you All right. going to ask it or am I going to ask You don't normally ask questions. I I see that I've just kind of been the question expert on the podcast. Yeah, because you keep talking. <laughs> My voice carries more. Yeah, I know. That's true. Okay, so. Be... You're going to ask it. Go yeah, on. I am. <laughs> I am. It's all you. Um, so, like, we were talking about how God, or not God, no, how. Okay, so how Paul never lost sight of what God had for him and the plan that God had for him. Was there any time that you ever felt like you lost sight of what God had for you or just of God in general, I guess? If you have any. That's a great question. I don't think so. Seriously? Yeah, for real. So I will say that like, (laughs) I think what I never lost sight of like who God was for sure. Yes. Never lost sight of like what he had for me Mm -hmm. or like what i thought that he had for me Mm -hmm. but there were times Mm -hmm. this is the third finger see (laughs) one two three (laughs) there were times that i felt like i like i shifted in my head the way that he he was going to make it happen does that make sense yes and so like Mm -hmm. i went through uh i I always like loved church and did church like from uh junior high i would say i started loving church in sixth grade when i got to come to youth group and then um kept going through church and have a ton of memories of all that. And then I started serving um, around 15, 16 years old. I was serving as like a worship leader, worship oh, director, okay. doing mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. at the church. It kind of felt like a job and I loved it. Um, and so into college and stuff, I kept serving and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And when I lost a job at a church, I, I had been working there for a little while doing some like marketing and stuff. And they just decided that I wasn't fitting the bill anymore. Mm. Um, it was really uncomfortable because I had been there for four years oh. and they were just like, like no longer can you work here. And I was like, so like today they were like, yes, please grab your stuff. And I was like, oh, cool. So that's when I like lost sight yeah. of like how I thought God was going to like work mm-hmm. in my life. Like I thought that's where he was going to have me. I thought this is what I was going to do. Like I had all of my plans. Yeah. So then when God took me into the realm of the business world and I started working like a normal business job, I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. Like, is this, is this it? Is this the future? And that's mm-hmm. when, like, I, I, I'm just constantly thinking Were you about, like. got married at that time? Yeah. That okay. was, was right after we got married. I okay. was working at a marketing agency downtown Minneapolis. And I really liked the job mm-hmm. for the most part. It was kind of monotonous mm-hmm. in form. But 
It's a good job. And so I liked that, but I felt like um, I had lost sight of like my purpose. That oh, makes yeah. Sense. Yeah, no, for sure. Because I mm-hmm. felt like I wasn't making an impact. And so then like mm-hmm. um, I would throw my all into stuff that would make me feel like I had an impact. And basically the, what, what I'm trying to say is that I I feel like I really quickly will be like, God, what are you doing? Like, where where am I going? I'm mm-hmm. always wanting vision into the future because you I feel like vision propels us forward. It, it, it gives us purpose and encouragement mm-hmm. to like dig deep and keep growing. Mm-hmm. If we don't have vision, that's when we start to feel lost and like stuck. Mm-hmm. And I hate feeling that way. And I yeah. can't feel that way for very long without like going insane. And so mm-hmm. I just immediately start asking. And because I asked, I feel like God just revealed to me like, hey, this is a season you're growing, you're healing. Yeah. You're like, you needed to. you're like mm-hmm. becoming okay with the fact that this church just like spit you out and mm-hmm. like you're going to not have church hurt because I could have totally just had church oh, hurt and been sure. like, I hate the church now. For sure. Um, I don't ever want to work for a church or all this stuff. And so then mm-hmm. God like healed me, worked through me there and brought me into a new space and all in perfect timing. I had like so much peace through the whole process. Mm-hmm. So it was really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and because of that, I'm saying like, I feel like I've never lost sight of the plan that he had for me because I just asked him like, why? Mm-hmm. And I feel like when we lose sight of it, we're scared of the why. Mm-hmm. and so we don't ask him why yeah like when say like you're struggling with depression or you're mm-hmm. like struggling with anxiety or you're like you got fired or you like didn't get the role or the team or like whatever you want mm-hmm. right if you don't slow down and just say like instead of beating yourself up i'm not good enough all this stuff right mm-hmm. you don't slow down and go like god why like i don't know what i would have been done different so why mm-hmm. um then you'll just never know yeah like his purpose and his plan mm-hmm. does that make sense yeah no that makes i just awesome. talked to her a long really time good. No, no, that's really good. Yeah, I like that a lot. Um, that's yeah, I think that's really cool. How like? Okay, sorry, I thought I heard a noise. You did. I did. Okay. Um, no, yeah. So how like that whole journey of like you? Because in a way, it because it made you because it made you grow, right? I had to. It made, yeah, exactly. And I love that. I think it's really important for us to grow and the things that we seek experience Mm -hmm. we can't like like yeah we can't just be like oh i'm mad this didn't happen like you said like you couldn't just be church heard about it like i could have you could have but like you but you chose to grow out to grow instead and grow and like ask god why so i think that's really cool and really important so yeah Mm -hmm. and i think that that's the thing that like younger people miss is they go like oh i'll never get to where that person is Mm -hmm. because this is like because of this is in front of me or because i'm going through this Mm -hmm. and i was like dude like ask Mm -hmm. god why you're going through that and realize that it fits into the purpose of you getting to wherever Mm -hmm. god wants you to be not Mm -hmm. where that person is but where god wants you to be yeah you'll never be them no but you will be but you're not not but you can be be a really good you Uh uh-huh you're not supposed to be them you're supposed to be you yeah Mm -hmm. when people say you do you like that doesn't mean like do whatever you want that means oh no you do god's purpose for you really well <laughs> I like that you keep raising. Well, because I think like, that's the thing. Like you lean into the why, and uh-huh. like God just begins to elevate you right away. Yeah. Like you lean into the why, and that mm-hmm. waiting season just became a lot shorter because mm-hmm. you started growing through it instead of like mm-hmm. fighting the why and for also, so long. Yeah, and also like understanding that like a like a waiting season is okay. Yeah, like not it's good for you. Being like it has to happen. Mad and sitting in it, like it's okay. Yeah, that you're in a waiting season. There's a purpose for it. He's not just like I'm gonna make you wait i'm talking about i'm talking about real you. waiting seasons i'm talking yeah, about like for sure. like three years in a job that you don't like i'm talking about like yeah. god calls you to signal this when you're 21 not when you're like 15 and 16 and you yeah. don't have a boyfriend yet yeah Sorry, so. <laughs> no but like I'm okay I'm like okay that's that. not a waiting I'm season because like you're not going to get married anyways so mm-hmm. it becomes waiting when you like get to the point of like 
I'm ready for the next step, like yeah. fully ready for the next step. Mm -hmm. But I still have something in front of me that I know I have to beat mm -hmm. first. And God's not letting me go through that yet. Mm -hmm. So he's like building up your strength, making sure you're ready. Mm -hmm. And then he takes you through it. Just like like this book, right? Like Paul, mm -hmm. like it, his waiting season was really short. It's three days. But like three days, he mm -hmm. sat in that room, no food, water, fasted and prayed, like yeah. had visions from God about how God was making unclean things mm -hmm. clean and that God was going to say what was clean and what wasn't clean. And no mm -hmm. man could do that. Yeah. But he leaned into the why. And when he got knocked off his horse, he didn't go like, like you know what i mean he just went like who who are you mm -hmm. yeah why is this happening yeah and then god was like this is who i am like mm -hmm. i am jesus and yeah. this you're persecuting me so now mm -hmm. go find out like what i need you to do yeah. and it's okay to ask the why too it's not like you're like angering god because you're asking why no, dude, like, it's he wants okay. you to ask why exactly yeah it's he okay wants... to ask why it's a relationship you have to ask questions mm -hmm. to be in relationships he wants you to also he wants you to like he wants you to follow him with like a like childlike faith, but he also wants you to understand. If that makes sense. Yeah, as like, much as you, we're capable as much of understanding, as you can, for so. sure. So mm -hmm. the more you ask, the more you can know, mm -hmm. and the more he answers when you ask. Mm -hmm. If you don't ask, then you can't complain that he doesn't talk to you because you didn't ask him to. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's like a friend. Like you're texting. Yeah, your for friend. real. You're like <laughs> texting your friend, and you just make statements over and over again. Why don't they ever ask me questions? Like, well, because you don't stop talking. You yep. have to ask you and then wait them for them to respond. Mm -hmm. Anyways, so Stella, answer the question that you asked me. <sighs> Has there been a time in your life that you lost sight of God and his plan for you? I feel like not necessarily. I feel like I didn't necessarily lose sight of God, but I feel like I kind of just like was definitely in a season of just like, I don't know what mm -hmm. to do, you know? So it was, I'm trying to think. I don't know how old I was. I was like, 12 or 13 but it was the first time i had to deal with loss mm -hmm. and i like didn't i was young so i didn't like know how to deal with it i was like this person is just like all of a sudden gone you know what i mean and because i didn't know how to deal with it i didn't ask anyone how do i deal with this how do i you know how do i go through it like what's like what do i what am i gonna expect from it i just like didn't expect anything at all and i kind of shut down yeah um, just like emotionally because I didn't also want to deal with it. And so I was just like for like six, eight-ish months, I was just kind of like, I don't know what to do. Like I just like didn't know. I didn't like, I didn't care about anything. And I just was just like, like what's my, like what's like, what's the, re I just kind of like came to realization of like, what do I do with my life now? Yeah. Like what do I like? how do I handle it? Because I didn't know how to handle it. I just didn't know. Like, I was like, well, now, like, how do I handle this life in general? And so that was, and it kind of, it forced me to, like, grow in myself mm -hmm. and who I am and to realize that, like, God, like, that, like, sorry, I just totally lost my train of thought. That God was walking this journey right beside me, yeah. but I just didn't realize it because I didn't, like, I didn't think like to ask about it because I didn't know because I was younger too. Mm -hmm. So it took me a while to realize that like God was walking this path with me. And I just kind of like lost sight that like he is with me because yeah, he's always with you. But yeah. Yeah. So I, so that was probably my, I would say my thing is that I just like shut down emotionally. And then I also shut down, I feel like towards him, not like I stopped believing in him. I just like, I like going to church, but to me, it was just kind of like fun, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. 
and so like I shut down emotionally, I shut down towards him, and then I, um, then I started talking to people about it, and then that's kind of when I, like, then I started to realize, and I was like, oh, like, he's been, he's been going with this, going through this with me, and that then I was like, okay, like I'm not alone in this, and then like my path with God. So. Yeah, that's so good. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say anything yeah. because it's just good. good stuff. <laughs> Like just, for real, it's I just like, kept talking. It's the shift. No, uh-huh. you, you didn't. It's good. It, it's just a, that shift of like going. Mm-hmm. I'm all. I'm by myself. To like, he's right here. Yeah, going through it, mm-hmm. struggling with me. It's that realization. And it takes like, mm-hmm. it takes faith. It takes mm-hmm. courage to to be willing to like mm-hmm. let it go. It, yeah, it totally grew me in my faith, and courage and trusting in him. Like my faith and my trust in him too. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. so good. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Um. All right. Well, we're gonna wrap up this episode. I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we just want to let you know as a listener and ourselves know that it doesn't matter what we've done or mm-hmm. will do in a negative light. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because it does not affect the plan that God has for us. There's mm-hmm. like, we can create poor circumstances for ourselves. Mm-hmm. We can like, we have to deal with those. But at the end of the day, like God wants to use you mm-hmm. for his kingdom and he's going to use you as soon as you let him use you. And yeah, he, he will turn anything for the good if you turn anything and anything for the good once you start realizing the good and everything you can realize the god and everything so say it louder once you realize the good and everything you can realize the god and everything quote me on that quote her and actually don't quote me on that send us a comment saying that was cheesy yeah hey guys uh we want you to subscribe like Mm -hmm. the podcast um let us know your thoughts shoot us a dm on instagram Mm -hmm. uh or a comment on youtube uh hopefully this has been encouraging for you and and we are going to keep filming more episodes. Mm-hmm. So we're excited about uh, the podcast, excited to help you grow in your faith and to grow ourselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Uh, I'm Stella. I'm Cole. This is the Mini Mike's, Mini Mike's podcast. And we're signing off. Signing off, Mini Mikers. Mm-hmm. That's totally something you would say. It's when you see the good and everything, you see the God and everything. That's something you would totally say. You can't tell me that you wouldn't say that. This is what I'm going to clip for. I know. This is what, Please. that's totally something that you would say. Okay. It sounds so like cold.